event. Not just a word, but a noun. It's a description of one who doesn't see things as others do. One who doesn't seek the gratification that society sees as normal. Being a deviant isn't always a bad thing, as thinking outside the box does have its advantages. But for the deviants that we'll talk about, well, they far exceed any type of what one would consider normal. In fact, they have become so thickly weaved in society today that it seems like we can't go a day without finding another deviant doing something that tops everything we've seen so far. I'm talking about those who do some of the most outlandish things that defies any and all logic. You know the type. We see it every day. Come with me and we'll keep an eye out as the world circles the drain with deviants. Hello, I'm Larry Bentley and this is The Deviant Report. Welcome, my good friends, to the Deviant Report. Buckle up and hold on. Some of this stuff is not for the faint of heart, but folks, it's all true. A New Jersey man cut off his own nose after losing a bet. An ambulance rushed Steve DeLuca to the emergency room after he lost a bet to his friend, Tommy Moretti. Why? Because the deviant sliced his own nose off with a hunting knife. The two men were drinking and taking LSD when they started betting. Moretti said that I'd taken him for $40 plus made him shave his entire body after he didn't know what the capital city of New Jersey was. Then he lost the staring contest. That's when he lost it and said that he would take any bet I made. I said, I bet I can, well, for the lack of a better term, make out with you. And if I won, he didn't have to pay me anything, but if I lost... I'd give him all the money I have to my name, which was $233. That's when the deviant got cocky, saying that I couldn't do that to him, and and he'd cut off his own effing nose if I won that bet. Bad bet, as the other deviant, Mr. Moretti, had just finished taking classes in jiu-jitsu and was able to quickly throw the first deviant to the ground and deflower him. The deviant, DeLuca, then went ballistic and ran yelling into his room, returning with a hunting knife and sawed his own nose off right there in the living room. What kind of an idiot takes his own nose off? Mr. Moretti said, like I'd really make him go through with it. But he did make the bet and lost. I respect him for paying up. That's the sign of a real man. And I got to keep his nose since they couldn't reattach it. I'm going to put it on a clear plastic cube and attach it to my gold keychain. Uh, I would follow up with a comment here, but this one speaks for itself, folks. A Florida man was arrested for deflowering an alligator. People have had it with the pit bulls, donkeys, and even parrots, but this incident is on another level, and yes, we go to Florida for this one. Rupert Darwin, a 59-year-old, had kept a 12-foot alligator tied and blindfolded for at least a month and repeatedly did the dirty dance with the reptile four or five times a day. The deviant is a relatively unknown fisherman who lives in the outskirts of a remote town of 400. Residents say he sticks to himself and describe him as odd. 
Yeah, you think? A man who was out on a nature walk happened to walk by as the deviant was, well, let's say, with the alligator and called police. The witness heard the deviant say, next time you try to kill a man, you best get the job done. Now you're mine forever. Police responded and saw Mr. Darling yodeling in the gully with the reptile in his backyard. It was the strangest thing I've ever seen, the witness told police. The gator didn't even move. It was like it didn't have a care about what the moron was doing to it. Collier County Sheriff's Office rested the fruit cake on multiple counts of animal cruelty and one count of illegally keeping a wild animal. The deviant said the gator tried to eat me and this was revenge, pure and simple. I don't have no attraction to gators, but I wanted to teach this one a lesson. I could have just killed her, but that would have been too easy. She was getting what she deserved. The train wreck also told police that he had planned to chop off the alligator's tail and pull her teeth out as part of the revenge scheme. The deviant claimed the alligator had gotten hold of his pant leg when he was fishing in a swamp and tried to drag him in the water. He was able to escape without injury, but that set the resolve for his revenge plot. The alligator was being treated for relatively minor injuries and was expected to be released back into the wild within a couple of weeks. Just wow. A man smoked his dried friend or dead friend and then posted a video of it on Instagram. Derek Waters and a group of friends entered a Compton, California neighborhood to buy drugs last month when his friend Jamil Mendoza was shot and killed. Derek and Jamil were in Compton to buy a bit of weed, crack, meth, and LSD for a small gathering they had planned. Jamil was wearing blue shoelaces on his white shoes and some blood stopped and got upset with him when he saw the blue crips shoelaces on on his shoes and asked him to remove them jamil apparently already hitting the pipe got all stupid and stood up to him he broke a beer bottle he found in the gutter and threatened to cut their faces off that's when he learned a valuable lesson not to bring a broken beer bottle to a gunfight They simply kept their faces and shot his off. So when Mendoza's parents gave Derek some of their son's ashes to scatter wherever he chose, the deviant got a different idea. He shoved them into a water bong and smoked them. The deadhead on a mop stick claimed that smoking Jamil's ashes made him stupid high and that he wants to try some more of them if his parents were so inclined. It was good, the deviant said. I'm hoping Jamil's parents let me have more. I could smoke human ashes all day. For the love of Mike, folks. A man in Myrtle Beach thinks he's Jesus Christ. A 53-year-old man named George Burkheimer was arrested in Horry County, South Carolina after being spotted naked in his neighbor's yard. Yes, that's where Myrtle Beach is in Horry County. During the Investigation into why the deviant was lumbering around naked in his neighbor's yard. The suspect told officers that he'd been working on his lawnmower and might have inhaled starter fluid and blacked out. I'm not sure, folks, but I think that on the side of the starter fluid can, can it says, a uh, warning if inhaled, immediately remove clothing and stagger around neighbor's yard, right? On the way to jail, 
Yes, he was arrested there in ordinance against the naked lawn lumber. George told the officers he was actually Jesus, and he knew a cure for COVID-19. Authorities naturally knew that they were dealing with the deviant because the real Jesus would have been able to crank the lawnmower without the use of a starter fluid. So his claim of having a cure just didn't hold up, so they dressed him in jailhouse attire and locked him away. Now, speaking of naked deviants, a naked Knoxville deviant went nuts. A woman was arrested after she was observed standing on a stranger's porch wearing nothing but a bandana around her neck and cussing all the passers-by. The suspect proved to be slippery as she was being arrested and handcuffed because not only was she screaming obscenities off somebody else's porch while wearing nothing but a bandana, but apparently she had rubbed herself down in baby oil, too. Deviant squirmed out of the cusp, but she didn't escape the ride downtown to the pokey. She was booked on a charge of public intoxication. Isn't it wasn't clear if a starter fluid was involved in this one though or not. And finally, not to leave anybody out, Eugene, Oregon appears to have its own version of naked deviant. Eugene police officers responded to a report of a naked man who had exposed himself to bystanders in the area and then started throwing rocks at officers and people and struck a male victim upside the head with one of them. Responding officers located the deviant who had climbed up a telephone pole all the way to the top to try to hide. The crisis negotiation team was then called in because a naked rock throwing crackhead up a telephone pole has to be the very definition of crisis. They then spent a next 12 hours trying to talk the deviant down. When he was finally dragged down, the deviant then grabbed a police dog in a headlock and started punching him. At that point, the moron was lucky the dog didn't bite something off after he was tased and into submission. The subsequent investigation revealed that earlier in the day, the deviant hit a man in the head with a piece of metal in a parking lot at 7-Eleven and attempted to shoplift items in the garden center at Walmart and smashed a rear window out of a Honda and stole what was described as an instrument. Uh, that certainly opens a whole new avenue for discussion, doesn't it? <laughs> a Michigan man is in serious fear of spiders, and he burned a gas station down and trying to avoid one. The deviant was filling up his car when he saw a spider on the gas tank and decided to burn it with his lighter. Uh, that's a great idea, ain't it, folks? Everything went up in smoke, and flames were all over the pump before the idiot could even think to drop the lighter. A quick-acting employee saw the deviant outside flailing at the flames, shut off the gas pump, and used a fire extinguisher to put out the flames before the fire department got there. The gas pump was completely burned to a smoldering heap on the ground, but the deviant, as they always seemed to do, and his car weren't so much as scratched. He originally tried to blame the fire on static electricity before eventually admitting to the embarrassing truth that he was afraid of spiders because they just showed him everything on the video, and I guess he had to admit it then. He said that he was sorry that he didn't know the gas would burn. It's just one of those things that happened. Yeah, did he get the spider? Well, who knows? Probably not. At least, I hope not. Deviants, folks. What are we going to do with them? 
Hope you've enjoyed hearing the David Report. If you have, please rate and review the podcast, and don't forget to follow us, please. Of course, you'll be following Appalachian Murder, Mystery, and Legend to get the Deviant Report podcast, which runs right along with the other podcasts. And I'd like to thank you so much for subscribing. And don't worry, because I will be back soon with another Appalachian Murder, Mystery, or Legend, World of Murder, Mystery, or Legend, and the Deviant Report. And I'll see you then.